everyone, Trian here. Welcome back to the Be That Create That social channels. You know that I love bringing you some wonderful interviews of some women that I have met through our social networking. Um, and today's guest is actually through the Toronto Professional Women's Network. And I've I feel like I need to make a run to Toronto because I've had so many wonderful interviews from that group. I've met some really great people. And now anyone can say that they feel like social media might be a problem or if you go through doom scrolling and that type of thing. Yes, social media can be a detriment. I have found not only in my online coaching, but also um, just the way that I use my social networks is, man, I've met some great women and they're doing some impactful things and really building a beautiful leadership lifestyle. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and bring Helen up here so that she can introduce herself and we can get started with today's interview. So hello, hello. Hello. So excited to be here with you. Yeah, I am too. I tell you, when I, maybe a year and a half ago, I wanted to start a, this podcast, right? And be that, create that. And I was like, I don't know how to do it. What kind of content am I going to have? Like, cause I tend to squirrel and rant just a little bit, you know? So I have to tell you these last six months that I've had the podcast, I am just even more in love with the community and the women that I'm meeting and the reason behind social networking like this. So why don't you go ahead and share with us, Helen, um, what you do, what you're passionate about, and um, a little bit about your journey. For sure. So first of all, I want to say I love the name of, you know, be that, create that, because it is, it's kind of open-ended, right? It, it is whatever you are, whatever you want to be, and whatever you want to create. And, and I love that. I think, um, so I have stepped into the world of, of working with other business entrepreneurs to uh, kind of help people find their own personal brand um, or their story brand for their business. Uh, I, I do find that a lot of business owners get lost in the shuffle of mm -hmm. what they think they're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, yeah, so that idea of, you know, be that create that just really resonates with me because that's what I try to teach people to do is show up as yourself. So I'm I'm a ghostwriter, so I write ghost uh part of me ghostwrite blogs and books and things for business. I also do copywriting, but a lot of my focus um more recently has been around the the area of storytelling and uh clear communication and um helping people understand that their story actually is their business and that's what people want to buy and that's what people want to see on those social networks so it doesn't have to be difficult it just has to be you <laughs> i love that so much i think okay mic drop right there we no longer have to talk because i think that that is one thing that people really have to realize is that, you know, I could be a coach here, I can be a coach there, I can be any of those other coaches that are online. But because of, you know, I tend to, to teach most from my experience and truth and heart and wherever we are with the person, right? No yeah. one's going to coach the same way I do, even if it was exactly. a similar topic. So you helping people with their storytelling and understanding your story will inspire so many people because it's yours. So the way that you tell it is also very passionate. Absolutely. And, and I think the second piece of that, too, is that, um, you know, because your story is unique, it's also going to align you with the right customers. So you don't have to go out and find them, so to speak, because 
they're going to resonate with you. They're going to see your reels and see your stories and connect with you at networking events because they're going to understand who you are and, and how you show up in the world. Mm. The, the worst thing I think we can do is advertise in a way that um, is kind of to everyone because then your target is no one, right? So <laughs> if you know who you are, then that helps you know who your um, preferred client is or your avatar as well. And so that makes that super easy that you just start showing up as yourself and people come to you naturally because they love your vibe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is so true. And don't you really feel like we've talked about this in the community before? Don't you really feel like that not only for entrepreneurs, but for everyone, your personal brand, just you as a person, what people talk about when you're not in the room, how you're showing up, that is almost even more important than those that are trying to build a business and they're trying to build that business brand. Sure. I, I think to me, it's actually one in the same because I think one of the things that I teach people when I'm working with them in terms of storytelling is that it's your values and your passions and your personality that you bring into your business. Mm -hmm. So you as a person, you have to stand in whatever your values are and you can't let those waver in your personal life or in your business life because like like you said, it's it's that personal part of you that is actually so important. You want people to smile when you walk in the room. You want to be in the room with the right people. Um, and that's that's all about standing in your truth. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. That's so powerful right there is you want to know that you're in the right room and that the people that are around you are there to support and serve and you feel aligned with what's going on. That's wonderful. Absolutely. So in our community, we talk a lot about the leadership lifestyle. And I really try to empower women to understand they can make an impact from anywhere, not just in a positioned or titled type of um, place in their career, but really in all of our lives. So when you think of the word leadership, what kind of definition or meaning does that have for you or how have you maybe applied it to what's made you successful? Sure. I, I love that question. I think for me, leadership, the first word that comes into my mind is learning, because I think as a leader, you need to continually be learning. And, and that means that, you know, as, as you transition through life, you know, like you said, you can be a leader at any place in your life. So if you're, you know, a stay-at-home mom with young kids, you're a leader there, and then you're learning as they go off to school how your role changes and how you transition in the world. And so for me, it's all about constant learning, constantly learning and, and changing to show up in the way that actually serves you the best and serves the community around you the best. Um, and maybe that's a little bit unique because I, I'm a dedicated lifelong learner. I just love to learn all the time. Mm -hmm. I, um, you know, one of my daily rituals is I walk my dog every morning and I listen to either podcasts or books on audible. And I, I, that's kind of my therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm kind of killing two birds with one stone because I'm, I'm learning, but I'm also just, I'm out in nature and I'm just walking along, just taking it all in. So that's, that's a big piece for me is that learning component. That's awesome. Yeah. And really for that continuous learning, I mean, that changes pathways for us. It changes and brings more opportunities into light. And I think that it's also important for people that we're working with to see that as a leader, it doesn't end. We're continuously learning just as much as we're continuing to develop them and that it's important for all of us to move forward. 
Absolutely. And, and I think, you know, something that comes up in that too, is that sometimes our perspectives can change because of what we've learned. And that, you know, that whole, I think another element to being a leader is to having an open mind and, you know, being able to change your perspective based on something new that you've learned. And I think that really shows leadership, whether it's, you know, as a parent, um, as an entrepreneur, as an employee or a boss, um, I, I've actually just uh, written a chapter I've co-authored in a book um, called No Problem Parenting that's releasing in August. And I'm no parenting expert, but I just kind of shared my journey. And a lot of that journey is admitting when you're wrong. Yes. <laughs> and oh and gosh, yes. it's going to be, right? Um, and I think that's that's all about learning as well. So it's that's just kind of how I face life is learning, trial and error, try it, apologize, move on, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. I always say that. So my daughters are 11 and eight now. And my 11 year old, when she was probably three or four, I remember thinking to myself, like, if I could lead and manage my team in the same way, kind of that I was parenting where it's like, we're doing this together. And um, she taught me, you know, not only communication, um, but that leadership piece and why it's important to lead yourself first, you know? So I always said that the first, now I've written, uh, co-authored a different book, but at the time I said, I'm going to write a book that says management lessons I learned from my four-year-old because I could have kept track of all those stories and it would have been probably a bestseller on the professional development, right? Absolutely. And I I think, again, that's that that open-mindedness that you can apply something that you've learned somewhere to somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And uh, I kind of share a similar story. My youngest daughter actually has special needs and I acknowledge so many times how she has changed my view of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that continues to happen. She's, you know, she's 20, she turns 24 in two weeks. Um, she has down syndrome and she is like four foot, nothing. Yeah, she's like a little squirt. She's a bundle of energy, but she is, you know, she's going through this transition right now where she is, it's really hard to explain. She's growing, she's maturing and taking on responsibilities around the home that I don't have to tell her to do. She'll, you know, clean her um, kind of what she calls her man cave. She's a bit of a tomboy. Mm -hmm. So she'll clean her room. She gets up in the morning, has breakfast and does some homework in a book all the time. Um, She has a set bedtime. And these are things that you're like, oh, this is so great. She's maturing. But the way that she's maturing is because she is a pretend member of the Jonas family. And her whole life revolves around being one of the Jonas brothers. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. (laughs) But from what she has kind of learned from watching their videos and TV shows and different things, she's learning these responsibilities because of the things that they have kind of been teaching her. And I'm like, you know what, however it shows up is okay. You're stepping into these things and you're doing it in a strange way, but it's okay. Cause you're it's you okay. Are. Yes. Because <laughs> not only, so, you know, leadership is also about decisions, right? So here she is going on her own path and yeah. making those decisions as she goes. And that's beautiful. And the fact that you're really motivating her to do that. I almost said the word letting, but I think we have to be careful of that with parenting, right? Because yeah. we're really not letting them do anything. It's a false sense of control. 
absolutely like that's one thing i have said with her is she has a fantastic imagination and i would never want to quell that mm. and i th- i think this whole kind of jonas family thing came up as a bit of a coping me- mechanism during covid because she was bored out of her mind sure so she just made this make-believe world and all these great things are coming out of it and it's i mean it's to the point that it's quite funny we'll go off somewhere um she has a part-time job and um i'll say okay well you have to leave the Jonas family at home. Like you can't take them to work with you because she'll just talk to them. <laughs> oh my God. How creative in your state. Oh, I know. She's you know, so fun. <laughs> because instead of being like, no, you just cannot take them. Right. Okay. Oh my gosh. I love that story so much. Speaking <laughs> of stories, when we first started chatting, you were saying that you were a ghostwriter and that you specifically are really helping people in general, but business builders come up with their personal story board or brand. So how do you help people use the power of storytelling to move their business ahead? Wow. You know what? There's lots of different components to that. I actually have um, a workshop that's just coming out all about using stories. In chatted about this before too. I do have a free um, five-day social media storytelling challenge just to get people learning how simple um the use of storytelling is but that's really just the the first step if you will into into storytelling because story story actually has such a a place like in our history we're wired for story Mm -hmm. and when you use story in so in a conversation like this right i told you a story about my daughter and you're like oh that's so fun suddenly we kind of have this connection because you have kids, I have kids, there's fun stories that we can share about them, but there's actually something that happens in the human brain. If you're in a kind of a defensive mode because somebody's making a sales presentation to you, if a story is introduced, it actually changes the chemical reaction in your brain. Mm. And yeah. And your brain kind of connects. Like if you think of, you know, a parent child, that homeostasis, when your heart beats kind of together, that's what happens with your brain, with someone telling a story and you as a listener, because there's this natural um, draw into the story, if it's told well, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, And we want to come up with a conclusion to that story. So we lean in and we listen and we become connected to the storyteller. So it really helps to you know, the whole thing with social media is the no like and trust factor, right? Mm-hmm. And storytelling is such a huge component of that. So it can be used in presentations. It can be used on social media. It can be used in networking. Like there's great ways that you can use story to introduce yourself so that you don't come off as a standard, hi, I'm Helen Snell. I'm a copywriter. Right. You actually <laughs> use a little story to introduce yourself, right? So there's so many ways that we can use it and it just allows people to get to know us a little bit better. And that's, that's actually what we need to move, to move forward through networking introductions or social media. And then the big clincher for me is when people understand how to use it in, in sales presentations. Mm -hmm. I love that because also, you know, you, you always go to these networking things and what do they do? You walk up and they say, Oh, so what do you do? And I feel like that's such a loaded question. Um, because I also am on the side of, I'm not defined by the job that I do. However, I mean, a lot of times you really are kind of defined by the job that you do because it's created this whole lifestyle around, um, and your family. Right. So, and a lot of times we bring those things home. I know I, I part-time teach as a character education teacher, and I've done that now for six years. 
And when I think, my partner and I were just talking about this when we were at work, when I think about the way that it's changed my parenting, crazy. So um, during this five-day storytelling challenge, I want to make sure we also get up the fact that it's going to be the second and fourth week of each month. Yeah, so it, it lasts for one week. You get five days, but there's there's an option every month to jump into it, either on the second week or the fourth week. Okay, and then I'll make sure that I get that open link in the show notes for everybody and in our YouTube notes so that they can join that. I know myself, I'm going to put that on my list because <laughs> I think not only would that sound really fun, <laughs> but I also think storytelling is a huge piece of coaching and it's a huge piece of, like you said, it's the connection between the people. So yeah, and this is this is the the kind of the purpose behind this one is to show, you know, as I said, kind of the first step to storytelling, and it it's kind of like a little bit of a double edged sword because it, there's an introduction into the storytelling, but there's also like how to make your social media simple. A lot of people stress over social media what to post. You know, they buy a years of content from somebody and then it has no personalization to them at all. So it's just the the idea of uh, every day there's going to be like a little live um, um, chat where I can kind of help you hone the stories to your own business. So there'll be a topic of the day. We chat it through. It's five days live, but then there's actually 20 days of follow up for you to keep going with it. And there's still a way to have some accountability and stuff through a, a Facebook group that I'm creating. So be wow, a lot of fun. Packed with value. That's amazing. Good for you. Yeah, it'll be a good one. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm kind of really excited about that now. <laughs> I'm, I mean, storytelling always intrigues me, but to know that you're offering that kind of follow-up, that's very valuable for people. Cause I can't tell you how many times I've taken a challenge and then maybe I wasn't able to make it live. And then maybe I wasn't able to get on that replay cause I didn't put it on my calendar like I wanted to, but then also there was just no follow-up. So it's yeah. like, you missed it. You missed it. You know? Yeah, I think I think that's one of the hardest things, you know, with all of us. I, I don't know how many times I have taken a recording from something and said, oh, I'm going to watch it later or that's great. I'm going to do that challenge when I can. And you just don't do it right. Life mm -hmm. keeps going on. And so I think it's going to be fun um, because we're going to be showing up in community and we're all going to be supporting one another with the posts and stuff that we put out. So it's going to help your algorithms like there's so many good components to it. It's going to be a blast. Yeah. So I think you might have already shared this, but a, a question I always ask on the interviews is because our community also talks a lot about morning routine and why that's so important. So maybe you're not a morning person, but there's <laughs> something throughout your day that's a non-negotiable that you feel like has added to your success. What would you say that that probably is? Yeah, I would have to say, so I did mention I go for a big, long walk every morning with my dog. And um, I have to say the walks are getting a little shorter because he's getting older. So sometimes I bring him home, like in the winter, I take him for a little walk and then leave him in the house and I go back out and keep going. So I need to be in fresh air. So that's probably a big thing for me that's helped with my success is getting that um, like fresh air and exercise um, just I mean, it's just walking. It isn't anything fantastic, but it's it's just such a great way for me to uh, clear my mind, set myself up for the day. I kind of go through, you know, what do I have going on today? And I think it all through. And often when I'm walking, I think of things that I forgot that I need to do. So mm -hmm. then I 
put a note in my phone or whatever while I'm going along, or I think of a story of something, or I come across a story while I'm walking and I record things in my phone so I don't forget to use them later. Um, but yeah, that's a big one for me is, is just moving and just being out in nature. And like, literally people laugh at me because I'm, I call myself like a four season Canadian. I'm outside in the winter, no matter what the temperature, like every day, all the time. Mm. Uh, yeah. Instantly, as soon as you started talking about that, I was like, I love to take the dogs for a walk from like March to <laughs> October. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm a full season girl. I just, I believe in, you know, a good warm hat and a pair of mitts and good boots. Uh, if you're prepared for it, you can, you can be out in the weather. And I love winter. It, it's, there's this stillness for me and this quiet that, that I absolutely enjoy. Um, nature is even so much more beautiful in the winter to me. So I'm a bit of an oddity. I think most of my friends want to go to Hawaii and sweat. And I want to be up here in Canada with my sweater on. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. That's so funny. We're all so different. It's just, yes, we are. Um, all right. So I've had you on hot seat now for a good 20 minutes. Um, <laughs> so I would ask you, you know, if anything comes to mind, do you maybe have any questions for me? Wow. Um, yeah, I would love to know what brought you to the idea of wanting to start a podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, you know, in, um, 2018, I was the corporate girl. I was working for a corporate clothing retail space and I really felt, I have a, a little bit of a ADHD squirrel type of mind. And I, I think of things all the time. I'm constantly getting downloads. And, um, while I was working for that company, I thought, man, I have so much information that comes in that I feel like people ask me advice on all the time. I really wish I had a way to distribute that. And a couple of years prior to that, I'd been um, just started listening to podcasts and um, I thought, oh, I'd love to podcast, but that's just, you know, you go through the, I could never do that. That's not something I could do type of thing. So I've had it on my list since 2018 and um, my coach, you know, I, every coach has a coach and my mentor for the last year has been Kimberly Olson. And she has a program that she calls podcast in a day. And I said, this has been on my list for way too long. And I have things that I want to share that I know are going to make an impact. And I really had already been doing interviews like this inside our Facebook group. And I wanted more people to have access to those. So um, I said, I'm going to do this podcast in a day and I'm just going to get started. And I have met some amazing, I learned something new every single interview. Um, it's just been, it's been a real breath of fresh air for me. Um, and I'm really glad that it's something that I started, but I'm also able to share other people's stories. Amazing. Amazing. I, I love that you mentioned that you learn things all the time in the podcast because I, I asked that question because it's been the back in the back of my mind too, if I should start something like that. Um, still mulling it over because I have a million other things that I want to do too, but we'll see yeah. where it goes. <laughs> well, and what's interesting is, um, so this is an unpaid plug for Spotify by all means, but Spotify made it. So I started with anchor and then anchor was purchased by Spotify and it was just really easy to do that transition. But the way that they have you put your recordings on there, I could even do it from my phone and you hit publish and it's ready to go. And wow. sometimes what I think about is the fact that we're so worried about getting things right 
that we forget about the fact that there's people out there that need the information and are going to be better because of it. So it's like, stop thinking about yourself and start thinking about these other people and just get it out there. Um, Absolutely. Messy's better than perfect, right? So. Yeah. 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 How, what's that saying? Um, oh, it's something like um, action, action with mistakes or whatever is, is better than inaction, but I can't think of what the saying is. Something but. similar to that. Yeah. A yeah. mentor of mine that I listen to a lot, Danelle Delgado, she always says, um, everything works, nothing doesn't. Mm. And that made so much sense to me that I was like, I'm just going to give it a go. I'm just going to, I'm going to try yeah. it and, and it's going to make a difference for one person. Then that's one person, you know? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, thank that's... you Helen, so much for being on with me today. I, I really appreciate you taking the time to do this. You gave us some great little golden nuggets to get started with our own storytelling too. Excellent. It's been a lot of fun and I look forward to, uh, catching um, more of them you know in your facebook group i've already watched several and i'm going to be seeing some more so this is great awesome thank you so much and thank you to everybody who got on today whether it's through the podcast youtube or through our facebook group and business page we really appreciate you being part of the community and just remember as you're going forward create that leadership lifestyle with intention um, you never know the impact that you're going to make. You never know the conversations that you're going to have. And you may be just the thing that somebody was hoping to have a conversation about or with today. So um, get out there and remember, you've got to create that leadership lifestyle. You guys have a great day. Thank you, Helen, again. And we'll talk to everyone soon. Bye-bye.